Oh, the weekend's here already. It's Christmas. Are you guys ready? What are you doing? Are you uh, being... Have, are you nice or have you been naughty? Christmas Eve Eve, Ukrainian Christmas songs on the MIDI board. Well, not the actual MIDI board that I bought. Streets are quiet. The media is making a big deal out of the COVID cases. No morning workout, but an afternoon workout for sure. Christmas cooking. And there is a question I got in mind. If I'm working from home, how much longer can I live in an apartment that I'll never own? Friday, December 23rd, 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky, and folks, I hope you are doing well. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, uh, Happy Holidays, and all that good stuff. Happy Hanukkah, Happy Chanukkah, Happy everything. Happy season. <laughs> there you go. I've already talked about how religious season is upon us, and uh, people are either offended because you're not religious, <clears throat> or they're offended because you are religious. Well, anyway, Christmas Eve, and so um, one of these things for uh, what I'm doing this month right now, I'm in the midst of my December drumming uh, 2022 challenge here, so every day throughout the month of December, I am trying to make a, um, a new drum or percussion track. And since it's so broadly based, uh, whether it's drums or percussion, for the last uh, yesterday and today and probably this weekend as well, I have been working with the, what they're called, they're called the tubular bells in Logic Pro. And so I've been revisiting some of these um, Christmas songs that I'm very used to uh, in growing up and going to church and everything on uh, on Christmas and leading up to Christmas and everything. And so these songs were often sung. Uh, there are a few that aren't sung until after Sunday. Uh, and keep in mind, like, uh, Sunday, so Sunday is December 25th. That would be when, like, uh, Christmas is properly celebrated within the uh, liturgical sort of uh, schedule, so the, the, the Catholic Church. Um, now, and that's for mostly facing towards the Roman Catholics. Now, there's also the uh, the Julian calendar, which... Julian or Gregorian? There's another one. So we called it Ukrainian Christmas because it happened on January 7th. Um, and that is more long lines. I think it's the uh, uh, the Julian calendar that celebrates it first week of January instead. So they wouldn't sing these songs until two weeks later. Um, but if you were Ukrainian and you celebrated both Christmas, if you celebrated Christmas um, as a Ukrainian, then you'd get both holidays at school because... We never did. I had friends who did, who I would call proper Ukrainians, who were all sons and daughters of immigrants to uh, to Canada, whereas my parents were both born in Canada. Uh, so all that being said is that I've been looking at these um, Christmas carols, and I've been trying them out. And I can hear the melodies. I can... And I'm trying to read the uh, the the music sheets that I found online, and I can kind of do it, but playing it on the keyboard, like a like a keyboard key, a computer keyboard, trying to be like a piano keyboard is be, is rather distracting. Uh, and so, like I've managed to get most of it. It's, some of the timing is off, uh, and since I'm playing it with the these these tubular bells, these uh, I, I don't know what type of bells they are. Like I don't know what they would look like. I guess these, these are long church bells that you would see, uh, or uh, like the the long bells that you'd see hanging down in a rack. Usually, um, very much similar to what you'd see on an organ, but these would be meant to be struck rather than, like struck by a person rather than 
uh, have air blown through them. Uh, <clears throat> so I've been trying to get the timing properly, but my, this is, you know, you go to church and you sing, there's always one or two people who actually know how to sing the song, and then the rest of the people just sort of follow along. I was one of the follow-alongers, so, I mean, I'm looking at this going, how does this, how does this melody match up with the the notes and everything? And I'm like, well, why, why don't you just try singing the song? So I did try singing. I'm like, okay, that, that makes more sense when you follow the words of the song. The notes basically follow the song, uh, follow the uh, the melody. Uh, or, sorry, the melody follows the words. And uh, that, so... Uh, that made sense, but the timing, like I, how I remember singing these, is not what these notes exactly are. So I don't really feel the need to be uh, singing just yet. So I'm going to keep this uh, going with the percussion. Uh, uh, and so I've got two songs. Yesterday I did Bokbra Vichne, and then uh, today's is Volvefliemi. Um, and these songs, uh, I didn't look that up. They all, they're all very religious uh, to begin with, so it's they're all about praising God and Jesus and everything. So if you're not into that sort of stuff, if you're going to get after me for um, re- being religious, then stop listening. <laughs> uh, and don't listen to the ends of uh, today's episodes and yesterday's episode, because uh, uh, that's all what it is. So Bokhra Vichne is God Eternal is Born Tonight. Um, and this is, this is one that you would sing... I guess throughout, it just tells a story. Like the first, God Eternal is born tonight. He came down from above to save us with His love, and He rejoiced. He was born in Bethlehem, our Christ, our Messiah, the Lord of Creation, was born here for us. Uh, so even it just tells the whole story of the, the birth of Jesus. That's all. That's um, that's book by Vichni. So that's yesterday's. That's Thursday's, and then where is uh. Which one? Oh, I did Neboi Zemlya. That's what he did. Uh, so Neboi Zemlya is another one that I remember singing quite a bit. Heaven and earth, heaven and earth now triumph. Angels and people, angels and people celebrate merrily. Christ was born, God incarnated. Angels sing, kings soar, they bow, the shepherds play. Miracle, miracle will tell. Chudo, chudo, povedayut. So yeah, I remember the Ukrainian words very well, but I... I can't say I ever remember someone translating it. I think we started trying to sing them in English for the uh, the grandkids, um, but I like it's very tough to sing these in English because they're meant. These are Ukrainian songs. They're Ukrainian religious songs. They're not English. Uh, it's not like um, uh, Carol of the Bells is the famous uh, famous one. Shchedrik Shchedrik is a uh, Shchedrik is Ukrainian. Uh, Carol of the Bells with the words is written by another guy, and so that one's actually copyrighted. But the melody Shchedrik that dun da da dun dun da da dun that is not copyrighted. You can use that. That's in the public domain. Uh, as it, it's not, it's public domain because it's a Ukrainian. It's it's a, it's a folk song. Um, but uh, the the one with lyrics, that one is copyrighted. So you can't use the uh, the silver bells or whatever it is, uh, whatever. Words are written over top of it. That one, that one's actually copyrighted. The one that um, Mannheim, uh, the Mannheim Steamroller Orchestra, is that Mannheim Steamroller Orchestra? I think that's what it, uh, what they're called. The one that they do is copyrighted, right? So anyway, this is what I've been playing uh, for the last couple of days. I've been trying to 
um, get this to work. And this is actually part of the reason I bought this MIDI keyboard uh, a while ago that uh, I just don't, I haven't set up because I don't have room for it. Um, it. One of the reasons why I bought the large one, like the 49 keys, is because I wanted to be able to play these different octaves, these different scales and stuff like that, uh, specifically in the piano format. Um, I figured that would be very beneficial going forward. Um, and eventually I will... Uh, I will get it to work. I will make it to work. Uh, so you can look forward to that. And then uh, throughout the weekend, I'll probably continue with making one or two more of this. Um, I, they're very repetitive. Like, it's all the same notes, basically. They don't change very much. <laughs> the The words change. The notes don't. It's the same melody throughout, over and over again. <laughs> so um, I figured this one, uh, I, I, I got pretty quickly, but Nebo uh, Izemlia, that one required me, I had to do it in two, a few different parts. I had to assemble it just because I couldn't get the timing right. And again, trying to read music. I haven't done this in a very long time. Um, and you might be wondering, well, Stephen, why don't you just copy-paste into the, the music editor? I couldn't get it to work in Logic. I couldn't, get, I couldn't actually edit the score uh, in Logic. And then not only that, it was an issue of trying to get the timing right. So you're going to hear it. There's going to be distortions in the timing, and that's me. That's because I'm playing it, uh, and uh, I'm trying to do my best here with it. Uh, no metronome. I think uh, Neboi Zemla is 3-4 time. Let me just double-check that. Yeah. Bokhvarad Vichne, so the one from Thursday, is 2-4 time, and Neboi Zemla is 3-4 time. So if you're listening along and trying to figure out what sort of time signature I'm going for... That's what it is. Streets are quiet. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yes, <clears throat> I'm still fighting uh, the leftovers, the remnants of uh, a throat that is trying to uh, feel better from the virus that has struck Beijing. The Beijing virus. The China. But well, I guess you can't call it the China virus. But I mean, the virus that was sweeping through China in the last couple of weeks. I mean, was it COVID? Is it COVID? Is it not COVID? Is it the seasonal flu? I don't know. I never tested positive, so technically I don't actually know if it was COVID. <clears throat> I learned from another person today that uh, they, uh, they also had COVID and they, they had a fever. I think that one of the, the telling signs of it being COVID was that fever. And I never really had a fever, or at least I never really felt like I did. Uh, there was, a, I think, a little bit of time where I felt warm. But, I mean, I was wearing a lot of clothes at the same time with the effort to sort of sweat it out. Uh, so that being the case... Um, I don't know if I ever actually had COVID, or, but I mean, you know, one plus one equals two. You're in a city that's being ravaged by a plague. Uh, you feel sick, uh, pains and everything like everybody else is talking about. Hmm. I mean, uh, I don't know how much we need to think about this one just yet, right? But the streets uh, are very quiet on the end. The media, the Western media is making a big deal out of the, the huge number of cases that are happening in, in China. And it's kind of, it is kind of weird because... Despite all the opening up, uh, there are two things that I'm hearing about. Number one, I'm hearing about a mass movement of Chinese people, either out of the country um, to a place like Ecuador, I think was the one that popped up because they can get a visa there easier. Uh, but also in terms of tourism, it seems that people are, are traveling again. I'm going, is that why it's so quiet? Because the people are gone? Like, is that what it... And what I mean, the people are gone, this is sort of the one of the telltale signs that people aren't here anymore. Is that you don't hear the dogs in the morning. And so, um, a couple of days ago, I was talking about the generator not being on it for the school, 
But uh, today it's, or these days, and this has been like this since like the lockdowns were lifted and everything, the the sounds of the dogs snarling and biting each other in the morning are gone, which means the dog walkers aren't out there early in the morning. I can tell you, I mean, oh, I didn't get out of bed until 7.30 this morning. It's probably the latest I've ever been out of bed in a very long time. Um, but even at 8 o'clock, very few people are outside. So it is cold. It is a bit windy. Uh, that could be part of it. But, I mean, these dogs got to be walked anyway at some point. And, um, like, the the... the, the and I am getting out a bit later as well, so maybe I'm not seeing but I'm not hearing them, right? Like so even if I'm not seeing them, I'm not hearing them in the morning. So and and, and that I don't think that's related to me still being asleep. I think that's that they're not there. I think that uh either they've been put into the uh the doggy hotels or whatever and people are traveling or or they're they've been packed up and taken away to the hometowns because uh, I think a lot of people are going to try to return to their hometowns uh, this year <clears throat> for spring festival uh, just to touch base with everybody and I guess do damage control after three years of lockdowns and everything else I don't I don't know what are you guys hearing what, what, are your um, Chinese compadres uh, your Chinese uh, pangyos, um going home for the holidays or what are they doing I mean it's they still have another four weeks until spring festival and but uh, if they work for any foreign company they're probably getting some easy time off right now here as well uh did not get a morning workout in um not just because i started late but because well first of all my legs were still hurting from wednesday's workout but then i was thinking like, hey, it's really cold and i really don't want to do it so i just didn't <laughs> that was it, it was a, wasn't much of a debate um I did get up and go do a couple laps anyway, but I mean, I didn't run or anything like that. Uh, I did get a morning or afternoon workout in three miles and then some weight work afterwards. Um, I kind of like that setup, not having to go running and being all crazy uh, in the morning, you know, just nice early morning walk, sit down, maybe stretch a little bit. That sounds like a good winter thing to do. Uh, it's kind of, I, I wonder how these CrossFit people who are, uh, gearing up for like, I, I guess the CrossFit season starts at the end of January. I'm going, wow. If I had to start a season at the end of January, this is not how you start. <laughs> like you'd have to start training hard. I mean, isn't that what happened? Or do you taper? I guess you taper into the, uh, the competition. So you're not as banged up from training. Uh, but you make sure that your endurance and your stamina, stamina are, um, uh, doing well uh christmas cooking so this is uh actually last year i did kutia and we made pierogies we made pierogies with almond flour last year and <laughs> it kind of we didn't put enough water into the dough so it, it was very dry and it didn't it didn't work out the way we wanted it so this year we've uh, we've pre-made the dough it's in the freezer um and tomorrow what i want to do so there's two or three things i'm going to try oh shoot i was supposed to put that Kucha and the water. I guess I, that's maybe I should do that soon. <laughs> um, I can do that first thing in the morning, I guess, too, as well. Uh, but uh, kucha, so typically, uh, kucha is just like this wheat dish that uh, was typically made in Ukraine uh, for uh, and for part of Christmas, Urizdvo. Um, and it was usually a lot of the grains that people had lying around that were sort of they would just throw all into a pot and they'd let it sit. Like it's like rice porridge, basically. That's it's similar idea, but it's only made you know, sometimes of the year. Last year, 
um, was my first attempt to make this, and I made a massive amount, so I'm not going to do that this this year. I'm going to make a, a very uh, smaller, a, a lot smaller portion of it. My problem, however, is that uh, typically this has been made with poppy seed. Well, if you're new to China, poppy seeds are illegal in China. <laughs> For historical reasons, they do not allow the sale or the consumption of poppy seeds. Uh, and by poppy seeds, I mean like canned poppy seeds. You can't get it. In, Can- in Canada, you can go to the store and get this, you know, ground poppy seeds. And it's, I mean, no one cares. You can buy poppy seed loaf as well. I mean, lots of... I remember having that as well uh, for um, uh, Ukrainian Christmas as well for uh, Christmas, but um, can't get it here, which means that my kutya is basically reduced to. And, and, and since I didn't, I didn't order wheat either. Okay, so I have rice. Okay, so I have brown rice for a dish that normally has wheat and poppy seeds. So already I've changed it. I remember talking to my mom last year about this. I'm going like, is this even kutya? She's like, that's kutya if you make it. If it's Greens, honey, and that's it. There you go. Like it's basically that's all you're doing. Um, so the ingredients typically, uh, what we'd make in Canada, it would be uh, wheat, poppy seed, and honey, um, and then probably maybe uh, nuts like walnuts or cranberries. We'd probably throw those in as well. Um, last year, so what did I do with that last year? I, I made it with rice. I made it with honey. Uh, I made it with walnuts and cranberries. So I think that's what I'm going to do again this year uh, with my kutia. So that's, again, it's just rice porridge. It's porridge. It's wheat porridge. If I had wheat, I would get it, but I don't have it. So I'm going to use what I have. Um, last year, so we're also going to make some uh, pierogies again. Uh, probably potato and cheese, maybe cabbage oh we should i can get some more cabbage as well i just buy the the canned or the the jarred uh cabbage uh, like shredded cabbage put that in there I, I like those ones those are fantastic and the other thing that my family used to do we used to put sweet cream on it some people would eat with sour cream and no doubt if you've met any sort of uh, polish or other um slavic personnel they would use sour cream they would put sour cream on their their pierogies um, my family never did. We used sweet cream. So like the stuff that you whip into whipping cream, that's what we would use. We were the only family, as I remember growing up, that ever did this. Uh, it was just one of the things that was, <laughs> I, when I go to other people's, they're, they're offering me sour cream. I'm going, well, do you have any whipping cream? And they're like, what? <laughs> yeah, so um, a little bit different on that one. Uh, so we'll try to make some of that as well. The other thing I want to make this year, the, uh, there's actually two other things I want to make. Uh, number one, I want to make bush, which is beet soup, basically. So that's the next thing I want to try to do. Maybe I should have started that tonight as well. Um, oops. Um, the other thing would be that I'd want to try to make shortbread. So I'm going to try to make my, my, uh, which I didn't get butter for. Oh, I guess I got to go do that. <laughs> Boy, I did not do a lot of things I was supposed to do tonight. Um, that's okay. I was working on these, uh, these Christmas carols as well. Uh, so that's, that's sort of my goal this weekend is to, uh, make these, three or four dishes here. So we have kutia, we have pierogies, we have um, uh, borscht, we have a beet soup, and we have uh, uh, that other one, shortbread. Um, I do have pumpkin pie feeling that I thought I could make as well because I wanted to try to make pie crusts. Uh, but, um, I mean, that's not very Christmassy, I, I know. But if I'm in the baking mood, I may as well. The only other thing I might try to do is make gingerbread. Because uh, and typically, like, my family, we, my, my sister used to make gingerbread cookies. Um, 
but I'm not sure how much of the stuff that like she, she wouldn't use. I don't know. She had okay. She had molasses. I think that's what. So they had molasses. Now I don't have molasses. I've never seen molasses at any of these international stores. Maybe it's another one of these, you know, goods that you can't get. You know, similar as poppy seeds. I don't know. But uh, so if I don't have molasses, then you know you got to go back to the sort of <clears throat> how gingerbread was originally made, which is with like ginger, cinnamon, uh, cloves. Um, and sh- sugar and stuff like that. So this is what I, and flour. Uh, so this is something I gotta de- determine whether or not I'm gonna have time to do this. Uh, it's another one of these. I think it's another one of these doughs that have to be that has to sit for a while. So there you go. What what an audio digest. Yesterday you get an update about the Chinese stock market, and today you're getting Ukrainian Christmas, Ukrainian Canadian Christmas cooking. There you go. Huh. What a wonderful way to spend your time, isn't it? <laughs> All right, so I had one little question here because um, uh, going into the end of the year, uh, this question of working from home, how much longer can and should I live in an apartment that I can never actually own uh, in a job that has uh, substantially changed since I first got it um, and that even I'm trying to automate my own job? So <laughs> this thought... This is something to more think about, I guess, over the the weekend is because I'm probably going to be calling home and stuff like that. And people are going to ask how things are going. And and I hear people are going back. Like I've, I've seen a couple people actually this year go back to their homelands and they're and they are going to return. Like these aren't the uh, the fleers, the expaters for sure. These are the expat and they're going to be the returnees. We think we don't know. I mean, they, they haven't come back yet. I mean, it's a couple of them still have a couple more weeks before they're coming back. So um, we'll see of them who actually uh, returns, but this does beg the question. End of the year as well. Uh, I mean, I'm just at the beginning of my uh, a new contract here, so it's, it's a little early. Although, you know, resignation and quitting, they, that's all part and parcel of being an expat and an employee as well, right? Um, so that can happen. Going forward, I know I've talked about doing the Delta. Uh, in the new year, uh, starting in February. It's a big commitment as well. I've talked about some of these other projects that I'm doing that keep me busy on a day-to-day basis, to tell you the truth, um, which distracts me from, you know, sort of a lot of the other planning stuff that I could and could and should be doing, um, if I should be doing anything, right? And this is has me wondering, again, it's like, you know, now that these restrictions are lifted, now that we can go back to... Uh, uh, the homelands for a visit, although these people are vaccinated. I'm not vaccinated, so if I want to come back into China, I'd have to get vaccinated with what appears to be a useless vaccine because it wasn't very effective. Um, but uh, so that that sort of plays into it of whether or not, you know, now that we can leave and go and travel and everything, do I need to stay here anymore? I mean, is is China still the same place that it was three, four, five years ago? Uh, same job prospects or anything like has that changed at all um, or is that going to has it gotten better has it gotten worse so these are some of the things that you know uh, and I'm no no doubt that people who've gone back home um, they're going to be faced with these questions and they're going to look at you know what they have missed over time because they've been locked in here you know same as me three years not able to leave um, and it's kind of weird having that freedom to be able to leave now but like do I leave or do I not and where do you go? What do you do? So that's that's the, that's the uh, weekend Christmas uh, think that you can have going on. Should I go back to my job? 
Uh, there you go. Okay, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Hope you're doing very well. Hope that uh, this blog and this audio blog, this these words are reaching you and you're happy and healthy. And if you're hopefully not in a war-torn country, and if you are in a war-torn country listening to this, um, I'm very sorry to hear that. It's terrible. I know uh, the homelands of uh, Ukraine are being uh, bombed at the uh, right now. Um, and let's hope that we can finally get past this, uh, a peaceful resolution. I think that's what a lot of people would sort of want, um, at the bare minimum sort of thing. Uh, but, uh, that, uh, wherever you are, that, uh, things are going well. And if they're not going well, that you are able to think and devise of some ways to make it better for you and those around you, uh, going forward. It's, um, something I've always, uh, thought to myself as well, like when I, there's usually one of two thoughts one how much worse can this get (laughs) that's one number two is like how can i make this better and even if if it's the best of times or if it's the the worst of times how can i make this better what are some things that i that i could do to improve things as they are right now and i've found that usually when i start asking myself that what can i do to make my my, uh, make this better how can i make this better usually things start sort of presenting themselves as possibilities. All right, show notes and tracks up on my website, stephenstrisky.com. Thanks for listening, folks. Again, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We will talk again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.